0: to inspire new forms of value creation by sharing compelling ideas and stories about the potential we can unlock when technology and people blend in the right way. And secondly, share experiences from tech entrepreneurs like you about what is required to create a remarkable software business and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. The guest on my podcast this week is Professor Dr. Dagmar Monet, co-founder of Agassi.org.
1: We're seeing that people were concerned about how defining ai is essential for bringing the field forward but also why we don't have a definition till now where everybody agrees upon there is a lot that we unconsciously assume about defining concepts that people don't understand well so our goal is to bring clarity and understanding in these areas, and especially defining artificial intelligence. We want to understand better intelligence in order to advance humanity in some way. And using, of course, intelligent algorithms, intelligent systems, intelligent programs that may be dependent on that, should be, or not.
0: This is Dagmar. She has more than 30 years of research and teaching experience. She's the co-founder of the Artificial General Intelligence Sentinental Initiatives, or short for Agassi.org, which is dedicated to understanding intelligence in order to build beneficial AI and risk-benefit analysis tools to monitor the social and economic consequences of AI to help improve the well-being of the humanity. She's also the co-founder of the Competence Center Digitalization at the Berlin School of Economics and Law. At this moment, she's focusing on artificial intelligence, robotics, software engineering methods and techniques, and computer science education. The mission behind Agassi.org is this, to make giant leaps in artificial intelligence research in order to change the world for the better. And that triggered me. And hence I invited Professor Monette to my podcast. We explore why it is so key to have clear definitions for artificial intelligence, and how that helps drive the innovation we are all hoping for. By listening to this podcast, you will learn three things. Firstly, why you should be clear from the start how you are using AI so that you don't compromise ethics around security or privacy. Secondly, the trust should be earned and that starts with good products, with good behavior, with good communication interaction. And thirdly, why it is important to not only have a solid understanding of AI on the development side, but equally important to have it on the business side. So welcome Dagmar, welcome on my podcast and thank you for making the time available on the mission that you are on to discuss yeah, your vision around how we can make artificial intelligence helpful and impactful for what I see on your website, the society at large, the well-being of humanity, it says. Mm-hmm. But before we start, a little bit about you. I mean, if you would describe yourself as a person, what words would you use to describe yourself?
1: Well, first, Tom, thank you for the invitation to come to your podcast and talk about my favorite topic, artificial intelligence. And I think so about my person, there is not much to say. So I'm living in Germany since, well, in two days, 20 years. Okay. And I am a researcher and a professor in computer science, and especially in the area of artificial intelligence, and have done research in the last 30 years, more than 30 years in this area, and I teach also these topics at the university, yeah.
0: That's good to hear, and that's exactly what this topic is all about, because I mean, the, re- the reason why I started my podcast was to, to share compelling stories about the value we can create when technology and people blend in the right way, mm-hmm. and what I understood from your organization, your not-for-profit, is that that's very much where you do a lot of research, Correct.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of research and um, also together with students, with other collaborators from other disciplines. So th- this is the, the goal, too. So not only to, to do research, but also to teach students how to, to do research. So this is okay. why I'm not alone in this path. But also I try to involve students in my, my research topics and doing things. And I think this is also one of the sub-goals so to teach how to advance humanity because sometimes you don't know how to do that but also i think it is important to teach the new generations maybe the ai researchers of the future how yeah. to do that or how could be more important in the future yeah
0: that's cool that's exactly what we need so going a little bit back but at the point where you started you're not-for-profit Yes. What was the problem that you saw? Why why did you want to start it and why do you explain it?
1: So maybe the birth of the idea. We were doing some research in the area of artificial intelligence, especially in trying to to find definitions. So what is a well accepted definition of artificial intelligence. And this was one of the first stones on the way. So there were a lot of different definitions and a lot of different people defining for their research purposes or products differently now what artificial intelligence is. But at the same time, we had, this was about more than two years ago, but about two years, three between two and three years ago, a lot of attention from the public, from the media, related to the last advancements in AI, we were seeing that people were concerned about how defining AI is essential for bringing the field forward, but also why we don't have a definition till now where everybody agrees upon. And also we noticed that there were a lot of different properties of how a definition should be defined. So in other words, what are the quality criteria for defining definitions? So we we noticed that it was not easy to define artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. It was most of the times very, very specific to the the area the researchers or practitioners were working with. There is a lot that we unconsciously assume about defining concepts that people don't understand well. So our goal is to bring clarity and understanding in, in these areas, and especially in defining artificial intelligence. This is why we updated our website and then mm-hmm. thought, okay, if we want to advance humanity and apply, develop, or use intelligent systems or algorithms that are called intelligent, then we should start by trying to understand what intelligence is. And for that, we need good and well-defined definitions. So this is the idea. We want to understand better intelligence in order to advance humanity in some way. And okay. using, of course, intelligent algorithms, intelligent systems, intelligent programs that may dependent on that should be or not developed.
0: I mean, I see a couple of things going, it's, it's, it's indeed a circle. There's a, a misunderstanding of the definition of AI.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then there is bias, which I yes. think is related to this, because people think about it in their own way. Mm-hmm. And then you were talking about how it will shape the discourse from here to, well, to the future. Yeah. But why is it so important to have the definition right? Isn't it more about how we want to develop these intelligence going forward and what we should be aware of, what could be, for example, the risks? Going in one direction or into another direction.
1: Well, due to different reasons. So it is key to know the definition of the concepts that you are working with in any field. Now, this is very important because it depends what you define, what you develop, depends on these definitions. In the case of artificial intelligence and of intelligence in particular, it is having more focus now in research in general because it has been a sign of the immaturity of the field to not have a definition of artificial intelligence, as one of the researchers, uh, Francois Collette, says. Why? Because it is then important important, for example, for measuring intelligence in systems. So how intelligence is your system? Which are the cognitive abilities, the capabilities you are putting in those systems? How those systems reflect or can simulate human behavior? How can they tackle some problems? And at the end, you have to define and you have to measure how good those systems are. Also to compare uh, those systems against other systems or against humans, how these systems are extending or complementing human behavior or why they are substituting some tasks at the end you have to measure that and some way of measuring that is to define precisely what do you mean by intelligence so what are the cognitive abilities the cognitive capabilities it is solving tasks it is that and what tasks what kind of tasks and how do you measure how the agent or the system or the algorithm is successful or not in the end it means defining what intelligence is so defining what your system does and why do you call that intelligence is this intelligence or is this only calculating something and you won 't call that intelligence so in the field of artificial intelligence and in the field yeah. of education psychology etc, so measuring how intelligence humans or how, how intelligent artifact is has been a topic of research since decades, in centuries. And this is still the case in artificial intelligence. What happens that it is not only, so not anymore only a focus of research in academia, but also because of the impact artificial intelligence has been having in society, because we have it in our pockets, general public, politicians, decision makers, need also to know what intelligence is, so what these systems are, what they are doing with our data, for example. And yeah. for that, if you okay. call them intelligent, if you want to regulate them, then you need to know what you want to regulate. So this is how, why it is a central topic now to, to know what intelligence is. That there is a consensus or not, this is another question. No? But it is important to have definitions, to have working definitions that can guide the research in the field. So to know, like also collect it, like a North Star. North so Star. you want to follow, you want to follow and you want to measure and you want to develop systems, define it this and this and this way. Yeah. And then you, you need definitions for that or clarity about what are you working with. And at the end, this is defining what you are working with.
0: Yeah. I mean, I see a couple of areas here. I can see, for example, how creating this definition will help to for everybody to step up. Because mm-hmm. if you we, if we define, okay, this is the definition, solutions can be measured against that. You can see what is your score. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can, of course, see, okay, are we closing in on the potential gap? Or how can we actually move the bar further up if we create new definitions? Mm-hmm. The other thing I also see is, how do you say that? If you don't get clear on this, that we will we'll just keep moving in circles. So mm-hmm. how do you see that? Are it, does it help with with acceleration of of innovation as such.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly so much of what is being said about artificial intelligence now that it will exterminate humanity so that this is one of the extremes and other extremes that they, they are solving a lot of different problems in different domains is much more than actually what AI can do. And uh-huh. one of the reasons is a lot of people think that an artificial intelligent algorithms or an artificial intelligence based algorithm solve with some very difficult problems in gaming or automating how to play chess or how to play go, etc., uh, etc., et automatically means that these algorithms will solve also other problems in other domains. So yeah. one of the points of exactly of having definitions, not only one definitions, but defining cl- and with clarity what you want to solve in which domain, give also clarity to the different companies that are developing those algorithms, but also to the users of those systems that they develop, what are the kind of problems that are solved and what are the kind of problems that are not still solving with those algorithms so this gives clarity also about the products you are developing developing so we develop these products to attack to tackle these problems and to give users the possibility to do x y and y for example and then we solve these problems but the clarity we cannot still solve other problems should be an interest from both sides so yeah, much exactly. of what is being been said about uh, about AI it can solve a lot of different problems so It also can do this and that the majority of those claims are actually tasks that AI cannot solve and this is why it is even more important that it is defined which are the tasks which are the problems that are solving in which domains and this is part of the definition so this yeah. is exactly one of the points you want to have and develop products that will solve different problems, but also have some impact in some domains and some users, well, define which problems are those and define what the algorithms are doing. And this is part of the definition. This is actually that. And you want to innovate, well, what is still open what kind of new problems you can develop, you can try to solve with those algorithms. If it is clear, then you have also more clarity about which are the areas where you can be innovative because nobody has solved those problems till now. So it is also also important to come further, yeah.
0: Let me make a small interruption here. Dagmar just made an excellent remark about the opportunity that we have to create new value possibilities rather than incrementally evolving what's already around. As Buckminster Fuller once said, you never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. And that's one of the 10 core traits that remarkable software companies master. I describe that in detail in my book, The Remarkable Effect. So if this is what you aspire to master as well, I recommend you to read the book as well. You can find it on all the portals where they sell books online. Back to the interview. Yeah, you can also accelerate them because you know, okay, for this particular problem, I can move to this type of approach. Maybe I can say this is something that I don't need to differentiate on myself so I can potentially find organizations that have been solving this already for me and then focus your energy and your resources only on the areas where there are still gaps.
1: Exactly. Or maybe doing something better. It is already solved by other stakeholders, but maybe you want to improve that. And if you can measure, if you can actually distinguish, okay, this is intelligence in this degree, maybe I can also solve that and that and that and to put new value in my product because that's still missing. So it also gives you a north star, where to go next. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we talked a little bit about what can happen if you get clear on this, but if we don't get clear on this, I mean, at the end, the whole definition of intelligence at the end is, is also a moving target. But What if we, for example, fail to, to make a, a clear definition or it's a definition that everybody says, okay, it's nice, it's there, but nobody does anything with it. What can go wrong then?
1: Well, it is actually what we are living now with AI. A lot of different companies developing algorithms and making decisions and giving solutions to a lot of different problems that are coming now to the light of the public, to the scene. And the people are then finding that algorithms are making wrong decisions with their data, that are exposing private data to other stakeholders, that are also putting people in jail without validating facts or behavior and also discriminating others. And this is getting now more and more and even more get even more attention by the general public so it doesn't mean if you don't have a definition you you cannot come further but if you don't have clarity about what you are doing and you don't define and explain to others what you are doing others will come and then will use other products And it is happening. So a lot of different backlash and algorithms. So people also in in the companies, inside the companies, developers and workers at different companies, also suspicious or not happy with the decisions of the CEOs or of the companies about what products to develop. And you are not having this only from the public, but also inside the companies, what is happening is that people are then getting away of those algorithms of those products. So if you are not clear about that, that somebody else would then develop the products where the customers are happy with and then you will have done more competitors and maybe in the future there will be others that will be selling those products which are better defined which are better in, in general give more value to the customers and the value to the customers is also explainability security etc etc because yeah. they have all those products better defined and it is not defining the software requirements in order to develop those problems, it's also defining the level of privacy, trust, whether the algorithm discriminate or not, etc. So it is a palette of different things that should be clear from the beginning. And from the beginning, how to measure that these algorithms yeah. are actually uh, solving in, in which degree those tasks is very important. So what will happen, you will have more unsatisfied customers you will have customers then migrating on then or going to the so concurrence in German, so to, to go into yeah, yeah. other competition. Uh, the competition. Yeah. And you will have more unsatisfied in general customers that will know at the end, want to know what is done with their data, if yeah. they can maybe use better products which can enhance or also extend their abilities, their cognitive abilities, their work in yeah. their homes, in, in their life, in their jobs and they will then choose other algorithms. So this is one simple consequence. You don't have to go to school to predict that this can happen, and it is happening now.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end, I mean, of course, I'm working in the business software industry for a long time now, and, of course, you always start with the right intentions. But possibly this is also about, this is for a lot of organizations so new, and as a consequence, they don't kind of oversee all the consequences of their work. And I think mm-hmm. that's where clear definitions come in. Talking about those clear definitions, I mean, who owns this? Is this something that the industry by itself needs to own? Is this a governmental thing? Is it maybe a combination of both? How do you see that going forward?
1: Well, this is a combination of both and more than two, actually. It is not not only research. So working definitions in research is one thing. Dictionary definitions is another thing. And how do you define what your product can do sure. is also another thing. So it is not yeah. only in the interest of the companies. It is also in the interest of the governments, of the different organizations. Because if you yeah. want to regulate, you you need to define what is what you want to regulate and how. But yeah. it's also in the the interest of the companies. If you want to define intelligence, don't start from zero. Look, we have this research and we have since more than 150 years scientific research concerning the definition of intelligence. So take yeah, a look at that and see yeah. in your particular situation, product, company, domain, etc. how would you define that and what do you need to consider in order to be clear about what your product has. So it, yeah. it is depending on the context you have, on the things you want to measure, on the things you want to develop, and on the things you want to be clear about. So I think sure. there is not only one thing, but knowing what is available what is already there acknowledging more than 150 years research mainly in psychology at the beginning and in the last 60 years also in ai concerning defining ai so machine intelligence actually or artificial Mm -hmm. intelligence it is something that should be done so not developing a new algorithm to solve a new problem and then calling that ai and maybe there is no ai inside so what the chance that you are telling it is ai not having ai and in the future your customers know what actually your algorithm do it does and then discovering oh this is no ai but they saw me it is ai and maybe because of that even more expensive than it should be because it is only if then else and no ai inside (laughs) Why should I then life. trust you? Exactly. Yeah. Why should I trust you if you are telling me this is an AI-based company, but you are not using AI? So it's being clear also about what you are using, which kind of algorithms, and what is artificial yeah. intelligence yeah. is important, which are the algorithms that are called machine intelligence or that have yeah. to do with machine intelligence, machine learning. Any algorithm? It's... No, not all algorithms. So being clear about that is also very, very important.
0: Yeah, it's indeed also for education Yeah, of the end-user market at the end, because I can definitely see that there's a lot of vendors out there these days that do the sort of the, the hype word check on their websites, and there needs to be AI on it. Otherwise, you don't play. And that's, I think, where a lot of the problems start, where we are misguiding Hmm. audiences, and they buy for the wrong reasons.
1: you are risking, You are risking the trust of the customers you have. Say normal people, say all the companies, if it is a B2B business, you are risking trust that should be earned. You should earn this trust with good products, with good behavior, with good communication, interaction, etc. And you are risking all that because at the end, they will discover, (laughs) it will come. It is coming now. They will discover, oh, no, they saw me this being AI, but this is not AI. And they are telling me it is intelligent in this and this and this sense. And no, this is not true. So you have a choice.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of people that listen to this podcast are technology entrepreneurs, building any type of business software. Hmm. In order for them to get value, to leverage the value that you've created so far, what would you advise them to do different from today onwards?
1: When I think one of the most important things is learning a lot of different Topics about AI, what AI actually is, if they have no AI specialist in the company. But also, it is very important for the CEOs, for every person dealing with products, services, etc., to know actually what artificial intelligence is. For that, there are a lot of different courses, a lot of different introductory courses that give the background, that teach you the background of what artificial intelligence actually is. It doesn't yeah. mean you will learn, maybe yes, but it is not the intention to, to make you an a specialist in AI. But if you know what AI is, you can understand better which processes, for example, in your company True. can be automatized or can be optimized if you apply those algorithms. Yeah, exactly. And one of the things I would suggest is first to have more knowledge to learn a little bit more about what AI actually is. Not trusting blind, this should be AI, then I bring someone to build AI in my company. No. So you also need to know what that means because if all stakeholders know a little bit more about that, then they will find a common language to discuss about and around AI easier. So the business people which have, no, for example, no, no experiences with computer science in, in general and AI in particular, it would be great if they could learn the basics of artificial intelligence and not only of machine learning and not only of deep learning, but also of other different algorithms in AI and basic concepts in AI that could provide them with a basic knowledge to understand better and to guess better which are the processes in their companies that can be optimized or maybe better implemented, etc., using AI. Then you will communicate easier with those experts in AI that will finally or at the end implement those algorithms if it is the case. It is actually something that I would suggest because sometimes some people or some companies, okay, I want people from AI coming here and they maybe hire a couple of you know, experts and build a team. But at the end, the team has a very, very hard time trying to do something because there is no communication in the middle. So the experts on one side and the people having the problem on the other side, and they don't come together because also the people from AI should know more about the the domain. Yeah? yeah. So it's the blind for this in- the blind. exactly. So for this interaction, I would suggest to know a little bit more about AI. I could suggest, for example, one of the web pages which is having a lot of success. It's elements of AI. It is a general course so elements the basics of ai elements of ai you you can search for that this is an online course and it gives also very very recommended also for ai experts because it tackles also other problems social problems and ethical problems etc that ai people need to know and this will be one of the suggestions the second one is trying to define with clarity what is what you want to solve. It is not only software engineering anymore. It is software engineering, product development, project management, but which are the different ethical concerns I should take care from now on?
0: Yeah.
1: Which is responsible when my algorithm then make a wrong decision?
0: Yeah.
1: The algorithm cannot be put in jail. It will be someone. And at the sure. end, it will be who? The company, the developer, etc. Such issues should be discussed from the beginning. So all ethical exactly. aspects concerning, for example, privacy, security, etc. This should be a core discussion at the beginning, including yeah. ethics from the design and not at the end, after things happen. Look for what is already out there related to recommendations, for example, to develop autonomous systems, in this case, the standards from the IEEE, but also these recommendations from the high-level experts group, from artificial intelligence expert group from the European Union, how to consider from the beginning... From the beginning, responsible algorithms, how to consider from the beginning the human rights, the declaration of human rights, how to consider from the beginning how to deal with the data in an appropriate manner, how to consider from the beginning how to give the responses in which way is more appropriate, how to consider, how to deal not only with the data, but also how to analyze the data and aggregate or come to conclusions and present that to the user, and how to develop a product that satisfies both sides. So you are innovative ideas, but also the users that will use that product in order to have more uses. So if you want to develop something new, go ahead. So ideas are very, very good if you can realize them even better. But considering what in our times is more important, and now it is important also the other side, the human side, the humans that will use those products. Mm -hmm. And I think something has to do with understanding better what you can do with those systems, but also what those systems are at the very end now. So what is intelligence? What are the mechanisms that are happening there? So I think it is a tiny contribution to the whole, and I hope that that this helps to understand better and define better what people are now using from one side, but also developing on the other side. I
0: think that's a nice couple of words to close this. Perfect. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for how you've outlined what you're doing and the important research that you're doing in order to make this definition. didn't realize at the beginning so much had to do with definitions, mm-hmm. but I agree with you that the clarity around that is going to help at, in many in many different flavors actually to not only prevent things from happening, but also to actually create better solutions from the start.
1: No, thank you, Tom. Thank you for the invitation. I really enjoyed talking with you about one of my patients. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you very much. And that leads me to turn myself to my audience. I hope the conversation I just had with Dagmar made you think how to be more considerate about how to use AI and how to use it in ways that are ethical, trustworthy and aim to improve the well-being of all of us, the users of your solutions. And Nifty, if you like this and if you got inspired by it, please share it with other tech entrepreneurs on the mission that you have in your network. Other than that, thank you for tuning in to this podcast today. I had the honor to speak to Professor Dr. Dagmar Monnet co-founder of Agassi.org. As said, the goal that I have in this podcast is twofold. Firstly, to inspire new forms of value creation by sharing compelling ideas and stories about the potential we can unlock when technology and people blend in the right way. And secondly, share experiences from tech entrepreneurs like you about what is required to create a remarkable software business and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. Before I close, I have two more comments to make. If you know other tech entrepreneurs on a mission that have a story worth sharing, please send me an email at ton.dobby at valueinspiration.com. Building the momentum all starts with revealing the ideas. And that starts with you. And if you want to know more about my book, or you're interested in joining the Remarkable Effect tribe, please visit my website at www.valueinspiration.com. Thanks for tuning in. And you could do me a big favor by rating the podcast on iTunes or provide me with your feedback directly. I'll see you shortly on a new episode.
1: That's what